Shaw, gathering speed. They're going to play in Ronaldo. It is Ronaldo! It's 2-1 United! The theatre lives its dream! It's fantasy hero retreats the boards! A phenomenon! What's up, everybody? baby! Welcome to this you know what week's that episode means. of the Bus Side Five. How's everybody doing? We're gonna go with Sam first. How you feeling up this weekend? Ah, uh, cloud nine, mate. I mean, it was just a perfect uh, game uh, setup. Obviously, all the hype surrounding uh, uh, CR7, Ronaldo, and his return. I don't know if you watched it on NBC Sport, but you just, did you see like the intro uh, they ran? Yep. Ah, oh, it was it was it was amazing. Nah, so, chills, chills. And the stadium uh, was filled. Uh, the great atmosphere. You know, the, the commentators made you know mentioned how uh, you know great the uh, um, you know the build-up was and the hype, and it just felt different. You know, it just felt different this time. It kind of took you back ten years ago. So hopefully we can keep that going and uh, the rest of the season. But great weekend. Fuck yeah! We'll go over to uh, uh, the opposite color over here in blue. Chelsea fan Matt, who had a great pickup soccer performance this weekend. Matty, oh. how you feeling? Uh, other than my knee that I'm currently icing right now, um, I'm doing well. Uh, the U.S. came away strong, three points in Honduras. I'm sure we'll get to that label a little later on. Um, Chelsea picked up another strong win, three nail performance as well. Mendy looking like an absolute legend in goal. Kovacic dominating the midfield. I could go on, but I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Heck yeah. We'll go over to Omar next, uh, whose team decided to postpone Barcelona uh, just to get ready so they don't lose by eight goals again to Bayern uh, Munich. Omar, how are you feeling? Fake news. <laughs> feeling good. Uh, they decided to postpone um, due to the long international break. Uh, the fact that it was three games, that the, some of the games went all the way up to Thursday. Um, so La Liga decided to ask for two games postponed due to the amount of players that both Barcelona and Sevilla had called up especially to like South American teams and some European teams where they felt that it was necessary to postpone that game between those two teams so um, that's what that's what happened but Mexico tough game against Panama really tough game Panama are pretty good I, truthfully I don't know a lot of their players but they seem to be very well organized and they play really well as a unit which yep. I think is more importantly than having like stars on, on, on some teams so that, that was a tough game but we came up with a tie and uh, just a good week, good weekend. Yeah. Excited and, you know, we, we kind of talked about it last week, too. Panama is like they're always a tough team to play against. Uh, and lastly, uh, getting excited for tonight's Monday Night Football. Mickey, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I think Lamar Jackson's got a solid chance to have a great year. Um, but going to the other football, uh, good weekend. Liverpool played well, happy with our performance, looking really sharp again. Uh, Thiago played the whole game. That was great to see. Um, yeah, happy that the leagues are back. Absolutely. And you gonna... sound a little bit better too. Your mic sounds a little better. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll start on your side of the pond. Uh, just kind of recap uh, what happened earlier in the week with the international break. Uh, England up one nothing, end up tying late in the game to Poland. How do you guys see it? Yeah, I thought it was a, um, a, a hard-fought game. I thought both teams were pretty, um, um, even for the most part, in terms of um, 
mentality kind of an attitude kind of going into wars. England did have, you know, more possession, dominate kind of what you think you would. Uh, but it was difficult to create chances again against them. But uh, once we um, did, and it took a long range effort from Harry Kane to kind of get the, uh, get the go ahead goal. Uh, thought it was a great effort, great goal. Uh, thought that was going to be uh, how the rest of the game would go. Uh, but we need to kind of just kind of seal it. You know, it was tough uh, defensive wise. Um, you know, they they snuck in, they kept pressing um, in the last five minutes or so, and they got their they got their goal. It was it's hard to again. It's one of those performances. Kind of tough to be disappointed because. You know, it did almost feel like a loss in the end. Uh, it's not detrimental. We're still kind of top of our group. We're still in good position. Um, you know, it's good to play against a, a tough team like Poland. Um, you know, it sets them up nicely. Um, but, you know, I think uh, we got to hold in there better. It's like, kind of like a learning uh, lesson that we can take away from. And um, uh, But overall, I'm pretty happy with this how uh, England did this weekend. And uh, I'm still, still high hopeful and, uh, you know, still undefeated. So I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit lackluster in the first half in terms of our creativity um and then yeah we had a few good chances didn't really take them and um Kane had a great goal but yeah just kind of like just slacked off I think overall it was probably a more of a disappointing performance compared to our you know relative to our previous ones so but as Sam said you know it didn't really hurt too much you know we're comfortably top and we shouldn't have a problem qualifying yeah, the only thing that really sucks is our, our good friend Brad, who I'm sure we'll make it on the podcast, uh, lives in Poland. So a little bit of bragging rights there from him, uh, at least on Snapchat. Hey, he decided to live there. That's his <laughs> now he's engaged. So he's, he's got, I mean, he's going to be hey. a dual citizen soon. Uh, it just keeps going downhill. Huh? Good. He's supposed to buy a uh, condo in Poland soon. So I think he's really going to settle down. Yeah, that boy's buzzing. I don't know how you say buzzing in fucking Polish, but we got to learn that. Uh, so, <laughs> we're going to go over back to North America now. Uh, as Omar touched on, uh, Mexico ties Panama, but Mexico was able to get all six points in the previous games. Uh, so how are you feeling after that? Yeah, I think, it, I mean, it's a tough game. I think like we talked about last week, uh, the CONCACAF qualifiers are, are harder than, than people think. But, I mean, the game got complicated right from the beginning. I think in the 20. 20- Third minute, Panama score score their first goal, and Mexico hadn't been down a goal yet um, this whole uh, qualifiers to start. So it was a good test for them, and they they did not look good in the first half. They really struggled as a unit. We couldn't really finish. Um, and the subs in the second half really made a difference, especially Cordova, who plays in Club America in Mexico, which I really really like him. I hope he he goes to a European team soon. Um, but then, yeah, Funes Mori, who's our striker. Mm-hmm. He's three, three games, no goals. So there's been this debate in Mexico because I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's Argentinian. Yep. He was uh, made a citizen, a Mexican citizen. And there's this debate whether players that are not Mexican-born that get a citizen and, and end up playing for the Mexican team, should we uh, hold them to higher standards? Like now that he was three games and no goals, should then instead should we give a Mexican player opportunity instead of him taking that spot? What, so, do, you think uh, what do you guys think about? What do you guys think about that? Oh, shoot. Is he the first person in Mexico to play for Mexico but not be born there? No, no. We've had a couple. We've actually had oh, a couple right. Argentinian players. We had a couple of Brazilians, one. Just players that have been long enough in the Mexican league that ended up becoming citizens. Uh, but I feel like a lot of the people out of Mexico are so proud that it's hard for us sometimes to accept players that weren't born there to be Mexican. I mean, ha- half of our uh, last World Cup team wasn't born in the United States. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 
I don't know. I don't want to say it's fair, but I mean, it definitely goes both ways. It's like you guys are going to welcome on the team. You like you should treat him like he is a part of the team. Well, not only that, but I guess holding them to a higher standard if, if they are welcome to the team and they're taking a nationally, you know, born Mexican citizen, um, you know, maybe they do have that extra pressure to, to show up and to perform well. I don't know. That's tough to say. That's tough to say. Well, why, um, why do they I, have a higher standard? Just because they're, they're, they're taking that, that spot from a, from a Mexican born and uh, a nationally Mexican born player. Yeah, like if he's going to become a citizen and, and, and take that nationally born player spot, they're saying that he should perform. And that he's taking that spot. But, he, he but surely he earned that spot, right? I mean, the manager. Well, in part, but also the, it's also an interesting situation where this player is Argentinian and our manager is Argentinian. Mm. You know, uh, I forgot your all. manager, yeah. So I say oh, so you think he him. might be biased? Yeah, you think, by, you think I mean, that there's a fair player, fair Mexican-born player that should be in the squad and not him? There should be, but they're injured. Like Raul Jimenez, obviously he would be the starting one, but Wolves are not allowing him to come play for Mexico right now. Just should injury, which mm. is also like actual Mexico actually took it to FIFA because there's nothing that should stop him if he's not injured. But the Wolves are using it as a precaution for their player. They don't want him then going on and playing those games. Has so they the, denied they denied him going to Mexico for the international break. Has Jimenez said anything about that? Has he? No, like, he hasn't. He hasn't spoke about it. No. Okay. No, I see the other it, argument. I thought, sorry. Um. I thought. I thought it was COVID. Is that not COVID related? Then is it? No, COVID not COVID related. Related for him and just, Jimenez. Yeah, just injury prevention, uh, I guess, and scared mm. of of re hurting his head. They rather him stay in England and and continue whatever he's doing with with their with their trainers. Dude, I I don't mean to interrupt. But, like, I think that's okay for a regular international game, but not for a World Cup qualifier. Yeah. You have to let yeah. him go. And that's Mexican, yeah, Mexican if, uh, argument. Jimenez stayed in England long enough and he played for us. Oh, yeah. We paid. Someone, <laughs> made a, someone made a picture of, of Jimenez wearing an England jersey. <laughs> so uh, it was, Jimenez it, and Harry Kane. It was a sub of him <laughs> coming in for Harry Kane. <laughs> that's funny. But, but yeah, I mean, no, I mean, obviously, there's a drama with Chicharito too. There's a big drama with him, kind of like with the whole uh, Weston McKinney story that we truthfully don't know. Oh, I got, I should is. bring that up. By the way, <laughs> there's a little bit of that with Jimenez that we some turmoil happened and he hasn't been called back since. I don't know, we don't know what he did. There's rumors of him throwing a party and getting in a fight with like Guardado and Ochoa. Um, we don't know, but yeah, he's been almost just not called up at all. But he's been and playing he's, well too, and he's our leading goal scorer in Mexican national history. Yeah, he has the most amount of goals. So we're in need of a number nine. Why not call? Oh, uh, you're in need of a number fourteen, bro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a great question. I mean, I you know, let's just go into Weston McKinney. We're about to go into the USA before we get into the actual game. The rumor that came out that we touched on our last podcast, we got the actual deets. The rumor is, and it's very much unconfirmed. It's, it was translated from like German, uh, like a German tweet that was unconfirmed, like a bunch of like very much unconfirmed. I will say this, but the rumor is that Weston McKinney slept with Kristen Pulisic's sister. And that's what Landon Donovan was like. That's why he was like, this is fucking horrible. Shut up. Not really. Then I heard. That, that is amazing. To further that story, as well as Cody said, unconfirmed. But to add to that, I heard that Pulisic was the one that asked for McKinney to leave and get sent back to Italy. 
<laughs> wow. I mean, it doesn't so, get more American than that, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I heard, um, I don't want to say the source, but I heard from another source that the locker room in, in the United States team, and I'm not talking about the Gold Cup locker room because that's a different locker room. Yeah. But this new locker room with Pulisic and all these quote-unquote, like you can say stars, that is a very ego-driven locker room that is just not going well so far. I think it's I think it's apparent, um, and we'll get into that. So, see that. Uh, USA gets a much needed win, and in my opinion, one of the hardest teams we're going to play under us. They have a they have a great team, very talented team. Uh, much needed win. They looked like shit in the first half, but uh, Maddie, what'd you think about our performance? I mean, like you said, thank God we got the three points, especially in Honduras. They Honduras, you got to give them credit, man. They look so good. They performed really well individually as a team. Um, it really, they were doing a great job. Um, even at the start of the game, they got the first goal. Brian Moya, great diving header, um, really well worked goal, uh, team goal that, uh, and then just ended really poorly. I think the U.S. kind of came back strong. Amazing what three subs can do because three of the subs that came on scored three goals. Um, so it was just, uh, it was kind of cool to see the U.S. end the game strong, come back from, uh, you know, losing down uh, 1-0, um, went into halftime, and then Robinson steps on, scores a goal, kind of gets us back into the game. You got, uh, was it uh, Legette? No, Legette, no. Nah. Uh, Pepe scores. Pepe, um, yeah. yeah, he scored a header himself, and then um, he got the assist for Legette. What, what are you uh, laughing about, goal. Omar? That, I, that there was this whole thing that, we said we didn't need Pepe, and then he decided to play for United States and Bro, Mexico. Pepe and looks I was looking like we good. need Pepe. Pepe looks good. Pepe looked great, man. He took the ball down and uh, done the uh, the field himself. He created. Uh, I think actually, I'm sorry. It was the it was he had the assist for Aronson. So Aronson stepped on as a A Ronson as we call him. A Ronson. I'm excited hey. to see him play even more. Found out he only started his journey towards the national team just two years ago. So it's been uh, a quick. Um, I guess, uh, you know, a career for him uh, for the U.S. national team, which is exciting to see. So awesome three points that we came away with. Cody, like you said, uh, we really needed it. And Omar, tying it back to what you were saying uh, last week, and the CONCACAF has amazing um, competition. And it's just a really exciting, uh, I guess, tournament to watch if, if you're looking over at the Americas. So cool. It was cool to, to see mm-hmm. us actually stick together, play hard, use subs, um yeah and, three points and, and gregaga as we talked about uh barely <laughs> fucking used subs last game like you said mm-hmm. matt so mm-hmm. for our subs to finally score three goals in a yeah. game that we were getting outplayed um that's that's huge for us yeah yeah you never would have thought i so i only watched the first half of that game and then uh, i actually i had recorded it so i watched it later and i fell asleep the second half and never in a million like years would i thought they would have going to win that game four to one no you could easily say, watching the first half, Honduras was going to walk away at the victory. Yeah, that's yeah. what I. So what? Yeah, like, I mean, I watched the, I watched the whole game. I it was you know the pitch was like a Sunday league pitch. I mean, it was not. <laughs> it, it, it literally reminded me of that. You know, it it would bubble when they pass it, and um, it got held up in the grass too because it's relatively long. So it just reminded me of you know when you're playing in Sunday league and you you're a good yeah. team, you, you're playing against a lesser team, and you know you should win. It's just the quality of the pitch frustrates you know your play because you want to play quicker football mm-hmm. um i think that's partly why honduras looked better i think it when it goes when you know when the reverse switches when the fixture switches and um honduras comes to play the u.s on like a you know a quality surface i think the u.s will look a lot better 
Um, but yeah, I thought it was just going to be one of those nights for the US. I wouldn't surprise if they went down. Um, they weren't creating much chances before that. And then all of a sudden, it, you know, their quality shone through even on a tougher surface that they're not used to playing on. Again, Honduras are used to that. Um, and uh, they got all their goals. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was, I, was, I was excited seeing three, three subs stepped on. You know, the starting lineup held, uh, held Honduras to 1-0. Is that good enough? No, obviously not. If you're going down, it's not, it's not good enough. But to have three players step on, score a goal, each of them, that's, you know, that gives you hope. That gives you uh, some, some hope in, in the depth of the, of the squad. They should be starters. That's what that tells you. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. I mean, <laughs> if, if well, our... some players are truly just better impact players, you know? Yeah, yeah. Chicharito, like, like Man, Chicharito, yeah, Man United is the biggest. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> was made to be that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so moving on to the weekend, uh, we got some pretty awesome Premier League matches to go over. One was super fucking boring. We'll get to that later. Uh, two big upsets this week. Crystal Palace upsets Tottenham 3 0 uh, with Tanganga getting his first red card of the season. I want to hear, I want to hear Omar. <laughs> he has, he has Tottenham going first this season. It was his yeah. takeaway. So this is my takeaway that uh, I can I can say that Tottenham have won all those games, but truthfully they've been on the ropes each game. Like against Wolves, <laughs> they are barely hung on to that one one zero lead. I mean, I'm hoping, but also we got to give uh, we got to talk about the fact that Son didn't play. That uh, Eric, both of the center backs got got yep. hurt. Oh, not yep. got hurt, but Bergwine. I mean, Dyer got taken out right at the beginning. Dyer got hurt bad. Looks and like he got that red card. And it was 1-0 when that red card happened. So I think the score doesn't reflect of what would have happened if if, uh, if Bergwijn would have played, if Son would have played, if Eric Dyer would have actually, like, had a whole game. But, um, I mean, you got to say, it's Crystal Palace, though, man. Like, yeah. they, hey, should, they should have credit, way more. Give some motherfucking credit, Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. Put some respect on their <laughs> neck, <laughs> baby. That motherfucker. That Drink some of that vodka. Something? Uh, that yeah. number nine, yeah, Eduard. 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 I saw today yeah, that um, Harry Kane, for the first time in his career, didn't get any touches in the opposing box. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say Harry Kane, who, yeah, yeah, he only had like one shot, uh, didn't yeah. I think he only had like one shot on target. He kind of looks like how like a long he would look effort. when he played for Central. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I scored all world-class bangers outside the box. <laughs> uh, I will say Gallagher, again, it's a fucking Gallagher jerk-off show, but uh, yep. Chelsea implant looked great as well. Yep. Uh, had a got to be the hair. Oh, got to be yeah, the hair. Great. Great. Absolutely. He got an assist. Look, and then Matt, he Matt got a, right uh, Look, he <laughs> first he team all hair. Yeah. Next week. We will come out with our first team all hair of the season for sure. Definitely. Yeah, Maybe that's definitely like there. a Christmas. Gallagher for sure. But Gallagher's making it. He had a, a cross that led to uh, PK as well. Uh, hey, but, random, random dog just because it's about hair that really pissed me off. So you know how we would I always talk shit about Griezmann? Terrible haircut. Terrible hair. He leaves Barcelona. First thing he does, he cuts his hair now. Looks good, dude. When <laughs> he get the win, he, he, he doesn't want to remember at all. He doesn't want any remembrance of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Yeah. Gotta give a shout out to Zaha. Absolutely had a great game as well. Um, nice little fight. I'm glad that they only gave yellow cards for that fight with Tanganga. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a nice yeah. little fight. Yeah, he was Zaha was gonna go right by him if Tanganga didn't step in like the way that yeah. he did. He was Zaha was gone. 
Saha's good. He, yeah. I think he, he is. Chester United he legend. I would have loved to see him play in a different <laughs> club. I think yeah. I Bro, he, he was at Man U. Uh, we just <laughs> saw him immediately. Like a, a bigger, a bigger club than that. You know, goodness. Yeah. Uh, but I did nobody dove either in that, in that exchange, that fight. It made me feel good to be a soccer fan. Um, yeah, that was a tough. Yeah, two I think Zaha, Zaha definitely got scared at one point. I, I don't think he realized that Tanganga was still holding him, uh, you know, yeah. in he his grips. He had yeah, him tight he had, he had a couple arms. times. He had his arms around him. Yeah, he, he was, was going for him. double unders, as we say in the grappling industry. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, great game. Uh, props to Crystal Palace. They looked great. Um, and now Tottenham's goal differential is now zero. So uh, It was going to happen. Yeah, wipes out. Yeah, speaking of gold that kind of result for Tottenham was going to happen soon. Norwich are now negative ten, and Arsenal are negative eight. Arsenal gets gets a win one nil. Uh, I would say now Norwich is my number one team that I think is going to get regulated. Um, <laughs> and uh, Arsenal oh, didn't look that good either, though. So was this was this your other upset? This is our other upset. Arsenal yep. winning one nil. Yeah. Yep. That is shocking. Did anyone pick? Did, I don't even remember. Did any of us pick Arsenal to win? I, I I'm pretty sure I picked Arsenal. I, think, I picked Julio. Arsenal. I got, I got oh, the okay. score. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think Mickey. I think I it was you and I that picked Norwich. Did anybody <laughs> pick Norwich to be their worst team? I think I don't remember. Ooh, I'll have to go no. back in our notes. Yeah, I got to. I got to pull up my. I think we all picked Watford. No. Like a lot of us did. Watford and Norwich for sure. I picked. I think I I think I might have made Burnley. I think Mickey might have got it. Oh yeah, I think uh, I think Sam and, and Matt pick Burnley. Yeah, and I think oh, me yeah, and Cody pick Watford, <laughs> and I don't know what Mickey did. Probably Norwich and Watford for sure. I hated them. I think he probably went Watford too. Then. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I had Norwich beaten. Uh, I think. Oh yeah, he's two out of the top six. They played three of them. Actually. They lost them. So. You did say that. It, it could still happen start. though. It could it still, still happen. happen but... Oh, absolutely. Especially when they play, they play Liverpool again. I feel no, like Norwich have been kind of. <laughs> I feel like Norwich have been kind of unlucky. Like I feel like they still have a good team and play decent, but they, so they've well. been unlucky, kind of like Wolves were, you know. Hooky. Yeah. Yep. Billy Gilmore. So did, did anyone see that match for the Arsenal Norwich game? Then I didn't. I didn't catch the regular play, but I mean their goal was like it sounds like it was tight. I saw a bit of it when Norwich had quite a lot of the ball actually. The part I saw, like the ten minutes I watched. Yeah. It was a scruffy goal. I mean, I think like uh, Lacazette had a shot, like came off the post and then you know, a little scramble and then it fell to Aubameyang. He was like a yard out. I mean, Werner would have missed, but he put it in. So um, uh, he scored a he scored a Ronaldo goal. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus. interesting enough, looking at the stats, uh, Arsenal had thirty total shots. Thirty. Hey, I will say though, I don't think. I mean, they probably had like five good chances, but we're talking about Arsenal versus fucking Norwich. Like, it should have been way. I mean, one nil. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Arsenal's not Arsenal anymore. I just checked. I uh, I picked Watford to be last, so jokes on me right now. Uh, well, they're still probably fucking down there now. They lost again this week. Okay, moving on to the next game. My favorite animal, (laughs) a seagull. Brighton and Hove Albion uh, get a late winner against our boys at Brentford. Great game. Ivan Tony almost scored a, uh, just a golasso from half field. Um, but it was a really good game, and, and I thought that Brentford had uh, the majority of the chances. First off, I have a problem with your favorite animal. It's called a sea rat. 
Sorry. Oh, don't do him that. <laughs> don't do him that. Don't do him that. <laughs> don't do him like you that. like us. Seagulls just yeah, because when I'm at the beach, like I'm having fun. I have good vibes. So the that's seagull cool. just reminds me of that. That's cool. I, I can't argue that. I can't argue. <laughs> and that was just a good Pokemon. I talked about that earlier. Yeah, my boy Wingle. <laughs> but you know what, Brighton? Man, they're looking good. They got nine I know, wins, three wins. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. They are looking I good. I think they'll stay. I, I honestly don't make the bold prediction. I think they'll, I don't know if he's even that bold at this point, but I think they'll stay in the top, for sure, top 10, and at least the top like eight. Wow. I, I mean, that, I said it's bold. No, no, that's top bit, 10. That's, that's I'm going to bring it back down think, to say they'll stay in the no, top, top eight. Top guaranteed. Eight that's a big hey. old guarantee, top 10. Big old. He's Sam said. Do you think they'll make it into next season's conference league? You wait for conference league or whatever? Oh, wait. Is that for real? I think yeah, the seventh place on. gets there. I think whoever finishes seventh or eighth, Kester. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't want to say seventh because they're I just giving these things. Because West Ham, I think, might end up bumping up there. I think Leicester might end up bumping up. I also think Wolves will get in the conversation. Uh, but I think top ten, I can see that. I can yeah. see Brian finishing above Brentford, Crystal Palace. I, I will say Omar is our resident Brighton watcher. This he's watched <laughs> every one of their matches, and I fucking he's told he's told us from the first game they look good. Yeah, Omar, Omar, head to head, Brighton versus uh, Wolves. Oh, don't put me in that. <laughs> <laughs> what about okay? What in a fight? A Wolves oh, no, you made him mad. Oh, come on, oh, that's easy money. Seagull. That's easy money on the Wolves. Sea rat. And you know why? I would pick Wolf all day long because they got a Mexican, and you, you oh, guys know right to that. You got an okay, man. That's your that's your downfall, man. Yeah, you're gonna be a fucking big Newcastle fan soon. They got like three, uh, three, um, Barcelona ex Barcelona players too. Uh, everybody's got ex Barcelona players this yeah. year. <laughs> God damn. Um, moving uh, on to to the featured match of the week, Cristiano Ronaldo's return to Old Trafford. Uh, scores off of uh, an easy tap in from our boy Mason Greenwood. Mason, yeah, God, that boy is he's buzzing around. Yeah, um, he's buzzing. Great shot. I mean, it sucks that he now has to play in the wing other than striker because he was playing great as a center forward. Um, and then he scores again, and the boys get it done four to one. Yeah, just uh, just 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 a great game. I think. Uh, you know, yeah, I think we expected Ronaldo to. You know, he actually didn't play that well. Like, I don't think he would. You know, he'd probably be the best to say he didn't have his best game ever. But, um, you know, he was just being our number nine. He was being there. There was obviously the spectacle around him. Is, uh, you know, he got he got the goal. It wasn't a great goal. It's simple, tapping, but we'll take it. Um, you know, great goal for the return. And uh, you know, I think seeing the, that kind of celebration at Old Trafford was uh, pretty remarkable. Um, you know, the rest of the team kind of joining in. You know, obviously we had a lot of the ball, a lot of possession, but Newcastle, you know, I give credit Newcastle. I mean, they made it a pretty good game. Um, you know, they were, uh, what they were did depend a lot. You know, when they broke forward, you know, they really broke forward and really put us under a lot of pressure um, pretty much throughout the whole game, even though, even when they were behind uh, near the end. Um, obviously made it testy. Uh, I thought they had a good, you know, breakaway goal. You know, we were talking about it. Um, uh, the one guy, uh, Almiron, I thought he just had a yeah, hell of a game. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him a few times. And, uh, and he looked very inconsistent. Yeah, same Maximin did really well. But yeah, I'm just like, you know, absolutely yeah. killed it all track. He had so many, the two of them, especially in the first half, they had so many chances where it was those two. And sure, it might have been two or two or three on two. 
but um, they just didn't make the most of them. A lot of times they've all got stuck under the feet or they just made the wrong pass or a weak shot, stuff like that. Um, yeah, they could, they, but those two, yeah, they stepped up for that game. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, uh, definitely made it entertaining. Um, you know, I think uh, Pogbesto had a really good game. Bruno had a good game. Uh, Greenwood just doing what Greenwood was doing. Uh, I thought that our second goal, uh, with Ronaldo, uh, second, I thought it was just a great goal. I think for young kids like watching that goal, I think just the whole movement. Sancho had a really good game too. I was going to say Sancho kind of played really well. Looked, he really yeah. stepped up, and I felt like it was kind of watching him, kind of how he was at Dortmund. So he felt a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, he looked. Much um, but yeah, with Sancho running around the wing, you know, Ronaldo just ran straight forward, opened up that space uh, uh, with him and Lasalle's. I think Matt just put the through ball in. You know, Ronaldo just knocked it onto his left foot and just smashed it. Like it was just overall like oh. a. I haven't heard this oh. much from Man United since Burbatov. <laughs> <laughs> King of the toe ball, baby. No, and I will say, so yeah, Shaw played awesome again. My favorite player on the team. Sancho played great. Greenwood played great. Um, and I was really excited that Lingard got subbed in and got a, a great goal. Martial, we got to give him props for that dummy. Yeah, uh, that was beautiful. Great goal. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I can I open up the conversation to ask? Uh, oh, hey, what does? Oh, uh, here we go. What does everyone think about Man U now? Are they title contenders? I picked them. Give us a trophy now, Give us. I think title for sure. I think the I think the question about title contenders, I think is is I think. I think we, we, I, we can all agree that, that they're title contenders, at okay. least that. Yeah. I don't know. I want, I want to hear Mickey say it. <laughs> I don't think. I don't oh, think. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. They, look, it was a great game. Um, Hello, Trafford, you know, super amped up because Ronaldo was back and he got two goals. One of them was absolute sitter. Um, but they could still be good. As Sam was saying, Newcastle look good. If they every game they play, they can be they can be got. I'm kind of waiting for them, and they dropped points already to Southampton. I'm kind of waiting for them to see how they are against you know one of the other big boys, one of the other title contenders, just to see how they really stack up. And right now, I'm thinking if Man United played Chelsea or Liverpool or Man City tomorrow or this weekend. I just I, I can see him losing. I can see him losing comfortably, to be honest. Yeah, that, those will be exciting. I think this is such an exciting. You didn't bring up Todd. So many different titles <laughs> and things this year. Yeah, no, but, I, you I, know, I, once they once they play one of one of the other big boys, I think you know they stand up well. I think, and you know, I, I've changed. I'll be like, yeah, they could win it. I just. I mean, I think I, I, I think I somewhat, I, I would somewhat agree. I, I would, I would worry. Like, yeah, we going to play Chelsea. I feel like we're. I'm not too sure what kind of performance we're going to put out. And so, whereas Chelsea, you probably kind of know what you're getting at this point. Um, but uh, you know, I think obviously we've got new players coming in, and it's kind of a big switch around. I think just just with the with the team and and um, you know, even with the injuries, I would definitely shape it up. Um, but. Uh, I do think we are getting, we are finding our feet a little bit more. I think we are getting a little bit more and more consistent. I think after this game, we'll, we'll see how we are next this weekend. But if we can pull out the rabbit, oh, sorry, the rabbit out of the hat this weekend, I think it will be just as, um, I think even more so, it kind of bolsters the argument. Um, but I think just, uh, just to, I already touched a little bit, I thought something interesting today. Um, uh, you know, Lee Grant, one of the uh, backup goalkeepers for United, 
made this little um, made a comment just in terms of about the effect that or the influence that Ronaldo has. Um, saying while they're in the having having dinner and after dinner they get a dessert and apparently Ronaldo didn't have a dessert and the rest of the team saw that and so none of them had a dessert either. So it's just <laughs> like it sounds stupid. Uh, you know, no, if I was there, I probably true. would still have a dessert. But it's just like that little, it's like so little, just how much of like a big influence he has. And I think we saw that on uh, the game on Saturday, not just for the players, but for the fans. Um, and if, he, if that just continues, I think we're going to uh, just continue to be a team that we talked about, but we talked about more seriously as far as yeah, um, trophy winners and contenders. He is the ultimate competitor too. I think that that's what sets Ronaldo apart. It's obviously his skill, but he doesn't have that born natural skill like a Messi. But he just has that almost like the mama mentality, like the hard working. Like he'll I'll, yeah. I'll work everybody, be the first one there, be the last one out type play. And I think that definitely is contagious in the locker room. Not, not, yeah, a, what does he love more though? I think, yeah, I, I agree. Know, I mean, that's a great question. He just wants to fuck. Him fuck his hair. And I know a lot of players can say that, but that dude, <laughs> like, <laughs> even at practice, himself, practice pictures, I'm like, how the fuck. <laughs> in uh i mean there's rumors and a couple of people say he like does his hair at halftime so i mean he's gonna be on my first team all hair for sure <laughs> all right moving on to the other side of manchester manchester city gets the win one nil over leicester uh closer game than we all thought um i was hoping it would be close you know with leicester at home uh i switched in and now i saw a little bit leicester had that goal disallowed it was just offside but jamie vardy did a nice run and slotted it in um Leicester were threatening, um, just weren't as clinical. And Man City, they defended for their lives. There's a few chances in the first half. It was like six-yard box scrambles and a couple of shots from Man City, and there was like goal line blocks and things like that. Um, she thought, oh, maybe it won't be Man City's day. But, yeah, Bernard, they kept pushing, and Bernardo Silva got it eventually. So a little bit gutting as a non-Man City fan. Vardy had that chance. He, like, scored that goal. He was... I think he was barely offside. The yeah. one goal that got this a lot of body. It was it was close, but they were it, it was, was the right call. I think yeah, I think barely. I didn't get to see it. So was it like uh, was it like because in the VAR uh, rules now that like they give them a little bit more leeway now, right? I don't know what they are. Uh, it's, not, it's, not consistent. It? it's not consistent. Sometimes they let them play it. Sometimes they say they shouldn't but, play. But you know how before, like it was like literally like a millimeter or something. Like VAR would catch them off. Like I, I thought, I, I thought before the season started, they thought they were gonna give a little bit more of a window um, yeah, to yeah. where if you're like a centimeter off, like that doesn't count type thing. Like yeah, yeah, I think they widen the line that they they draw right, so there's, it's more advantageous for the attacker. These new, yeah, these new it body standards like are crazy. Um, Even hitting the VAR system. But, but for Vardy, for this case in particular, it was more, he couldn't do it. Well, yeah, he went in, um, they let it play, and he scored a beautiful goal. He, Yeah, it was a nice goal. He took it around the keeper yeah. and the defender. Slowed it in. And then, uh, oh, the Lino flagged it. The Lino right, flagged yeah, it after right he after he scored, yeah. Like in, in front of his face, too. He pulled it right towards him. That was his natural like celebration run. And the, <laughs> he looked at Vardy in his eyes and said, bitch. <laughs> he said, bitch, upside. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. I, I, yeah, I agree with you, Mick. I mean, Leicester had a lot of good chances. They looked really good. And they had a rough or kind of a slow start to the season. So good to see them um, getting back into it. Um, another team that we kind of all thought was going to be shitty but keeps getting results against good teams. Uh, nil-nil tie for Southampton against West Ham. 
Uh, Boring-ass game, but Southampton gets another point. So, big win. I mean, that's a win for the Saints, in my opinion. I don't know how they do it. Saints go yes. marching in, baby. Yeah, marching on. That's, that's three ties for them. I, I thought they were going to be the worse than Norwich, probably. Well, they love tying. They love kissing their sisters, they say. Uh, speaking of the team, <laughs> speaking of kissing your sister, I'm just kidding. Um, Wolves finally get their first goal and their second uh, in their 2 0 win uh, this week. Big win for the Wolves out against, time. against a good time. team, too. Yeah, and you know what about Wolves? I can't, I don't know if you guys would agree with, but Wolves and Leeds, I know we'll talk about Leeds later, but I just want to say this statement about both those teams. Those are teams that no matter who they play are always enjoyable to watch. Both those teams are very like attractive. They always play very forward, uh, very attacking. They never really, especially Leeds, obviously. I'd say really Brentford too is in that conversation. Yeah, but Wolves, they just have a good personality to them. That's why I really enjoy watching them. Um, but they have a good midfield. They have good fast wingers. And, and I mean, Jimenez still can't score. He's just unlucky. He had a couple good chances, a couple good headers. He might just but, not be um, that good. He'll be, he'll, he'll be back. <laughs> haters, haters will come and then he'll come back. <laughs> uh, for Dent, I don't know if you guys, you guys see the number yep. 10 for yeah. Wolves. He is just so skilled, and I was so happy to see him come in. And the moment he came in, he made the difference. Yep. He had that pass for the, for that goal. Um, you talking about that, that floater he sent? Yeah, there? but yeah. just the he, way he, he had, cut his he creativity. That, yeah, he had that, that like, uh, he paused a minute for the uh, with the ball. Uh, defender went, and then he just left him. And then he had that floater across. Shake and bake, baby. Line. To be yeah, that patient. Nice. Uh, like yeah. in the box, in the six-yard box, uh, that was just impressive. So I, I'm ex- it's, it's, it'll be a hard decision now between playing him uh, and Trincao. And also, I don't know if you guys probably forgot about Neto, too. I don't know if you guys know Neto. He's yeah, really yeah, good. yeah. He's been hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he hasn't played good. yet this season. So yeah, he'll, 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 be back. he'll be back in the conference. He's the whole reason why they let go of Jota, because uh, he was he was honestly outplaying Jota um, and starting over Jota in some games. But now... Jota is looking like a freaking superstar at fucking Liverpool. That motherfucker, yeah. I was impressed, impressed by him in that game. Yeah, he almost more than, bang. More than Mane struggled. Mane oh, struggled. my God. Yeah, and <laughs> speaking of that, he got his ranking in FIFA came out. as 89. That's fucking overranking. Anywho, over Salah. Overrated. It's not even Salah, yeah. I agree Good. with that. Overrated. No, but that doesn't mean Salah should be higher. Should <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Overrated. No, I just – I don't think he's – he's... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, what is Mason Mount like? A, what is this? <laughs> Mason Mount's like 82, I would say. Should be 82. No, I, yeah. no, I think he's, he came out as 83. Uh, oh, really? I'm not mad at yeah, that. That's kind of low. I would have put him like yeah. 85. 85. Did you know on Mount, yes. Mason Mount's like a FIFA card? They got Frank Lampard in the background. <laughs> True. That's his son. Wait, 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 what's going up everywhere? What's going overall? Let's see that. <laughs> Yeah, we'll yeah. Wait, wait, so wait, so Lampard's on the board of FIFA rankings. Uh, <laughs> we're going to see a huge jump in Mason Mount's score. Uh, Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham. <laughs> Chelsea go on to get an impressive, impressive three 0 win against a good Villa side. And uh, lucky, I, wanna, I would say. I, I want to highlight lucky. and say that Ross Barkley <laughs> made the bench. <laughs> Ross Barkley did make the bench, man. We had uh, a couple <laughs> players out. We had Pulisic out. He got injured. Um, U.S. versus Honduras. Conte's out, obviously. Uh, but no, it was a great win as a as a Chelsea fan to watch the team. Um, it was honestly a great match. I think Villa played really well. Um, they were smart, played man to man. Villa, not Villa. You can, uh, Omar says Aston Villa, and he's got him saying Aston Villa. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Villa, Aston Villa. 
uh, they played a great game. Um, they played man to man. It was uh, it was really interesting to just kind of watch the entire field um, and see the personal battles kind of happening all over. Um, Lukaku, Lukaku got two. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got two. Uh, the second goal, I don't know if you guys saw. Both the goals were absolutely amazing. He's just a hell of a player. Great Super touch on the ball. For the, just a season. Yeah, it's uh, his his composure on the ball. Um, and just how big he is, man. He can just boss and around that the, fast. You know, defenders. And that fast. Shame, yeah, he's, he's fast. He's in really good shape. Yeah, Matt, what are your thoughts on Saul? Uh, getting that start oh, for Oh, yeah. Session. I should have mm. brought that up. Uh, I feel bad. How do you feel about um, him? I think Saul, he's a great player. He's just coming from a different league, uh, a slower league. Um, Whoa. And he was kind of, oh, easy there. Boy, I don't want to say slower. I would say faster. <laughs> You think you think uh, La Liga plays faster than <laughs> the Premier League? Well, that's a good conversation, but but I think La Liga just moves the ball around really quickly. I think the I Premier League is just more physical, is what I would say. That's not what I Yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. I think La Liga kind of <laughs> the, the midfielders might have a bit more time on the ball, and I think that's what he's used to. I think Ask Man United to. about La Liga. <laughs> no comment. Honestly, yeah, it's not the it's not the performance that we wanted to see from him. Um, I still think he's an amazing player. I'm excited to see what he'll bring to the team for the rest of the season. Hopefully, he he can keep it competitive in the midfield. Um, and I think he will. I don't have any doubt in him. I just think he was brought on really early um, after you know bringing him over from Atletico, and yeah. I'm excited to see what he can do. It was a bad game. Um, cool to see actually Georgie Stefan do what he does. Had a great game as well. Kovacic was scaring the midfield pretty much from the start of the game. He kind of had a, a couple turnovers himself, but the ball that he played to Lukaku for Lukaku's first goal, absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, so it was just it was really nice. Um, Mendy, not to, I got to give a shout out to Mendy, man. I don't know if you guys saw any of the highlights or watched the game at all, but he had a hell of a game as a goalkeeper. He kept us alive. Um, yeah, just his reflexes, just his, his leadership, um, you know, keeping us strong. Uh, Thiago Silva had to save us once or once or twice. You know, Chelsea didn't have a perfect game, but we had a strong game against a team who stepped on and, and they were competitive. And so it was a, it was a nice, nice team to watch, a nice game to watch and a nice win for, uh, for Chelsea. So pretty you proud to that, see. Um, you bringing up the goalkeeper, keeper, it seems like. Uh, the Premier League uh, major clubs finally found solid keepers. Because there was a couple of years back that some of the teams were struggling, but you see Areas. Liverpool with Allison, solid. Obviously, Man City with Ederson. And now Chelsea uh, and Man United, it seems like they finally figured it out as well. And we know Tottenham with Hugo Yori, so some solid goalkeepers in the Premier League. Yeah, and we got Kappa, man. We it was, it was really... Don't come on. Oh, no, I can't. Like, listen, it, it was a letdown to see his trajectory so far at Chelsea. Well, Another La Liga say... letdown. La <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Liga letdown. That's got a nice ring to it. Like, so, uh, is that, a, that might be a segment, hashtag. La Liga letdowns. That's, That's a hashtag. <laughs> that uh, Morata was a La Liga letdown, too. Yeah. Oh, don't even bring Ooh. up Morata. No, Morata was uh, more of like a... <laughs> He came from Serie A. He did well at first in La Liga with. Uh, oh yeah, he went. Uh, don't try now, to push him off. He's no, now, he, now, now he's doing well. He's doing <laughs> well at uh, Atleti. <laughs> no, he's back with Juventus. Oh, oh, he is. Yeah, oh, Atleti though. Don't talk about Atleti. They got Griezmann. They got Joao Felix. They got Suarez. They got money. 
They got <laughs> they got Simone. That's who they got. That yeah, yeah. Awesome. No, but it was a, it was a great week. It was a really fun match to watch. I yeah, I think going to oh, like going off of what you said about like Leeds and uh, Wolves, I thought I think Villa is another team that is a kind of exciting to watch, uh, no matter who they play. So you thought, you know, you think like they lost Grealish, obviously their main man, um, but no, they're still really uh, fun, exciting, solid team. I think they'll hash out maybe a few upsets. This game could have definitely have been one of them. Um, you know, they were, I mean, in that first half, especially especially near toward the end, I think Chelsea were almost holding on for that 1-0 win going into halftime. Um, but they kept pushing, they got close to several times. Really unlucky, really unfortunate for Tyrone Mings. I actually thought he was having a good game, um, uh, holding up against Lukaku and holding up that wing. But um, yeah, just a really unfortunate back pass was not enough space, but Kovacic finished it well and, Oh, once that happened, yeah. Once that happened at the beginning of the second half, you kind of felt, uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. that was going to be it. So I just feel um, like Mings as well. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a good player. When you were cheering when Kovacic scored that goal. Oh, I was absolutely, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I want to um, say I want to give a shout out to Watkins for for Villa as well. He, yeah, he had a good game. So I was going to say, yeah, Villa exciting because of I think because of Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins having them yeah. on the field together. Villa really reinvested that money well. Um, and we kind of touched on it last podcast, but it's kind of making us look good as a podcast. Listen to us, everybody. We talk about good <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> Liverpool look sharp as ever in a beautiful win uh, against Leeds. Uh, I was very impressed. Um, really sad to see Harvey go down with that injury. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, I thought it was a good performance because of uh, how sharp we looked. Um, it was a very hostile environment, you know. Leeds, the fans were up for it. Uh, Leeds yeah, that, that stadium was buzzing. Yeah, it was, but my TV was buzzing. It was literally like buzzing. Um, yeah, we matched them though, you know, at the, the first five, 10 minutes, we matched them with their intensity, which uh, in itself is impressive because, you know, we were away. Um, and then we got control of the game. We're doing our thing. Mane, tons of chances. Unbelievable. I don't know what he's doing. He needs to. <laughs> He must be in the same classes as Tim and Werner. Can he uh, no, he's still got a goal, though. So. <laughs> 489 overall. He, said, he, gets, he needs to get a new teacher. Like, come on, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what happened with him. What is he doing? A second half as well. He's like one-on-one and he's just scraping it. Um, but anyway, overall, other than that, obviously very commanding performance. You know, Leeds had a couple of good chances too, especially in the first half. They had that, uh, Rodrigo had that shot. Uh, but it was straight at Addison, fortunately. Um, yeah, great to see Thiago in there. I think, you know, people were saying our midfield was weak because we got rid of Genie and didn't really replace him. Um, however, Thiago hardly played last year mm-hmm. and Harvey Elliott has been brought into the mix. Um, yeah, unfortunately about his injury, we will miss him because he was looking good. He was looking he real good at, at the front of that triangle in, mid, in the midfield. Yeah. Um, but... You know, going back to Jordan Henderson isn't that bad at all. Or, uh, you know, Naby Keita can keep up with our play and things like that. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain, he came in, substituted like a 15, 20 minutes. He looked pretty bad, actually. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize he's still on your team. Uh, again, Arsenal legend. <laughs> <laughs> he looked bad. I'm hoping he can, you know, because when he's good, he's real good. He's just not quite there at the moment. So, um, but yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not that worried about us, actually. We're looking... We're clicking. Busy schedule coming up. You know, we've got Champions League now midweek and then, you know, consistent weekend games. So hopefully we can get through it. Uh, but yeah, overall. Yeah, I um, think, uh, you know, 
Sorry, Cody. I was just going to touch a little bit on that Harvey Elliott injury. Did anyone see it? Yep. Yeah. Can we get yeah, the was... Sam's medical? Uh, I didn't. Down? I didn't see it, and NBC didn't want to show us. No, yeah, they I didn't. It, too. Uh, it was probably pretty good. They didn't. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's one of those really un- unfortunate instances. I mean, uh, Stroke or Strike, uh, however you pronounce his name, the Leafs uh, defender, uh, you know, kind of slid in for a ball. It, w- it was a fair ball to be to be you know one for. Um, and unfortunately, Harvey Elliott's leg kind of got caught underneath, stuck in the grass, caught between the player's legs, and uh, twisted. Uh, and created quite a nasty uh, looking injury. Um, seemed like, uh, uh, you know, I was looking at the reports. I mean, they're calling it like a dislocation, essentially, of his an- of his ankle. Um, okay. But it's really it's really hard to just have a clean dislocation of the ankle. It's, it's most likely would have been fractured uh, as a result. So he's probably going to have a really unstable uh, fracture um, uh, on both the uh, you know, the shin bone. If you look at the tibia, you're going to do a bit of anatomy, boys, and see how you do uh, tibia and the fibula. Yeah, which one? Yeah. Which one's the bigger one? The tibia. Uh, t- good tibia. Job, All right, no, good sir. job. No, sir. <laughs> tibia. Tibia. So, you know, so you can have what's called like a bimal or a trimal fracture. So there's all these different types of fractures. Re- what it means is just a really unstable fracture. Uh, but it seemed like uh, at the time uh, when it happened, the trainers ran on. Seemed like they actually reduced it pretty quickly, uh, which is probably one of the best times to reduce it because usually when it happens right away, the muscle doesn't. Muscles don't really cramp up yet, so they're not. It doesn't get stiff. So they can reduce it pretty quickly, which is what they did. Uh, and, and then they shipped him off to the hospital. Uh, it is something they are planning him to have surgery. I think he's going to have surgery tomorrow, uh, looking at reports um, to stabilize yes. it. Takes about, you know, honestly, the fracture is itself is probably going to take anywhere between six to 12 weeks to fully heal. Um, but then after that, it's not about the recovery. It's about, you know, getting the stiffness out of the ankle. The ankle gets really, really stiff, uh, really quickly. So it's getting that stiffness out and then building their strength back up to be able to run and play and kick a ball and all that stuff. Um, so that's where it falls into the realm of the window in terms of somewhere between three to six months as far as a return. Um, you know, you look at a, a Gomez, a Everton player. I mean, it took him about three months to return, but I guess his was a little less significant. Um, so it was all kind of very Wesley Fafana for Leicester. Uh, he also has a similar break. He's going to be out for, I think, for over six months. So it does all vary on the sense of the injury, but that's what I'm estimating in the realm of about six months. I think, uh, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if anyone else saw this. I don't know if I should be bring this up if I'm very unsure about it, but I'm pretty sure I saw a quote from Elliot saying that he he thought um, the red card for uh, Struick was a bit harsh just because he, he thought it wasn't necessarily that bad of a tackle. Yeah, I so know. I mean, Anthony Taylor didn't, wasn't going to give like Alicia a red card. I guess it was on a VAR decision that, uh, or yeah. the fourth official that basically told Anthony Taylor. And it was one of those ones that was like, it, you know, it, it was obviously a dangerous tackle guy. I mean, it obviously broke the guy's leg. Um, sure. So sure. it's hard to like not give it. But at the same time, he obviously didn't mean it. It was completely unintentional. It was just a really bad luck um, situation. So losers all around on that one. Yeah, that's such yeah, well, it seems like, you know, sorry, Matt, but I'm just saying it seems like the you know giving of the red cards part of it it doesn't matter if there's intent or not so it's the fact that it was a dangerous tackle or it caused a serious injury like that was enough to warrant a red card apparently um seems like that how that's how yeah, i think it was the, it was the is. severity of the injury because yeah. the game today for example um uh, gary never pointed out there was a game there was a tackle uh, that mirrored the tackle on elliot yesterday in today's game for everton um it's just that the player wasn't injured at all really but it was the same challenge um mm-hmm. and they didn't even get a yellow for it today 
So it was purely because of the injury, the seriousness of the injury yesterday. That must have been why they gave it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like straight. It's not like straight play. play. Yeah, no, no malintent, but it just sucks for such a young player. Yeah, he's, he's so at, so at the good at level like that he first... was playing. So yeah, I hope he, he recovers so well. and gets back. I know it'll probably be. I mean, it's hard to say, but it'll probably be hard for him to crack into the starting eleven in like six months from now because it'll be like then it'll be like serious Champions League play and also serious like in the middle of the Premier League. So let's hope. Yeah, you know, what are your thoughts on yeah. that, Mickey? Yeah, De- definitely sending good vibes his way. Uh, heal up. Uh, la- last game of the the weekend was today. Actually, we record on Mondays. Uh, Everton get the win three one on Burnley. I haven't had a chance um, to see this game, but um, I think Everton have been playing well, and that's that's a good result for them. Yeah, Townsend Dagobi got the goal of the season so far. It's a beautiful strike from distance, right? Oh, really? Corner. Yeah, and just Townsend. You know, he's. What I see a stat? Oh, like 14 of his 23 got Premier League goals have all been from outside the box. Dude, wow. he's had goal of the season, I think, twice before. He just has a fucking <laughs> rocket. Yeah. And he's had a yeah, he's had again, beauty today. To go back to hair, he's got a plethora of hairstyles. He's rocked. Decoure uh, for Everton had uh, two assists as well. He's having a good start to the season. Yeah. He's yeah. good. He's also yeah. a good, solid player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gray. Another Him and Allen. Gray Allen. had a goal. That's a, that's a good – they got a good midfield of Everton. Yeah. You know who sleeper. you know who They're doesn't sleeper. have a good midfield though, boys? Who? Our boys at Firth. Firth oh, take uh, oh, another no. loss. Firth Say take another so. loss. And they go to the bottom of the Bundesliga. But they still <laughs> have more goals than Arsenal. Uh, they lose 2-0 <laughs> to Wolfsburg. Um, we have faith in you, Firth. I promise we'll get back. But faith, 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 faith in Firth. Faith in Firth. I'll rename the podcast if you guys stay in the Bundesliga. Just kidding, I won't. No, we we should. <laughs> we took uh, we took months to figure out a terrible name. Um, yeah, true. Anyways, we're gonna go to stack guy Matt. Matt's gonna go over our prediction scoreboard for the week. Uh, yeah, going over predictions. I just want to give a quick shout out to Omar, who is still in last place. He had the most. <laughs> Omar. <laughs> he had the most points this week. He brought him uh, back. Come back. back. Competition. Back into competition. Omar is sitting in Put some respect on my name. But Omar, <laughs> Omar has 18 points. 18 points total. In fourth. Comeback. Following <laughs> Omar in fourth place is Cody. 20.5 points. Coming Ooh, for you, see. Coming for you, boy. We have a twin tie. Oh, get away from me. No way. He moves across the country. Still can't get away. You guys are tied together. Um, both uh, both the twins share 23 points. I have uh, Mickey in second place because Sam is a Manchester United fan in the automated. Hey. I, I want to recount. I got to recount on that one. Stop yeah. the count. And then I just have to say oh, myself. No. I'm saying first place, 27 points. Jesus, he's Absolutely running really not coincidence. Get out of here. Not coincidence. This one. I want you to make a bold decision this week, Matt. No more safe plays. I'll make one. I'll make one. All right. All right. Well, let's get into it then, boys. Uh, again, I'm going to go over the games. I'll make my prediction, and then uh, I'll send it over to Sam, and then we'll get the boys. So we got Brentford at Wolves. Great game. I am going to take Wolves 2-1. Sorry, Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> can't hide you can't hide uh yeah that is a tough game Ooh, i think 
Yeah, I think Brentford. Uh, who's home? But Wolves home. Wolves home. Wolves home. Yeah, I think Wolves are carrying a bit of momentum now. I think Brentford are probably going to be looking to hold on. So yeah, I would give the Wolves a win on this one. I'm going to say two 0 Wolves. Who's next? Go. Uh, let's go, go to Maddie. Yeah, I'll go next. Um, I will have to say, I think uh, I want Brentford to win. I'll say this from the get go. I want Brentford to win, but I do think that Wolves will pull through this one. I'm going to call a two to one score. I get mad now that Matt picks the same predictions as me because I want him to fucking lose. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's move to Omar next. What are your thoughts? So I think Wolves. I think Wolves are going to come strong. Brentford's a tough team, but I think we got some momentum now. Uh, Wolves. I think they'll come away with the win. I don't know how many goals, but I can almost put a big old guarantee that they'll win. <laughs> a big old guarantee. <laughs> big old guarantee. Uh, what's your score? What's your score? I think, yeah. I yeah, what I think it will be high scoring because both teams are pretty attractive that they'll play, um, but pretty back and forth. But I don't know. My gut feeling is 1 0 Wolves. You just said high scoring. I did, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with the Premier League, typical Premier League. Oh, fuck off. But what does your penis <laughs> tell you, though? <laughs> you know? That says like 6-0. Oh, <laughs> Sam is a massive hog. By the way, Sam, every time you text me and I have my AirPods, it says who texts me. It's like Sam and his massive hog says. <laughs> oh, no. um, yeah, I think Wolves are getting done. I'm going to go. I'll do 2-0 Wolves. I think that win relatively comfortably. Nobody is putting faith in our boys at Brentford. God oh, damn it. It makes bad. me sad. Bad, me yeah. too. <laughs> I hope we're all wrong for the sake of this podcast. Uh, win, I, win, lose, or draw. I will never not buzz for Brentford. <laughs> print that on a fucking shirt. Buzz side five, baby. <laughs> Merch now available. Uh, just if we can get more than 10 listeners. Buzzside5.com, baby. <laughs> we don't own that domain at all. <laughs> we will. We will. We get three edu. Buzzside5.edu. Also redirecting to Wayne.edu. Um, <laughs> Arsenal travel to Turf Moor and take on Burnley. I am going to go. What a shit match. <laughs> another bottom of the table matchup. Uh, Burnley always get one. All right, I'll say 3-1 Arsenal. Ooh. Oh, you're making it sound more entertaining than it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> this, I cannot think of a worse matchup right now. Speak uh, <laughs> the truth. Uh, you know what would be worse? If Fred was playing in this game as well. Um, yeah. Jesus right. Christ. Arsenal Burnley. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is a tough one. This is a tough one. It is a tough one. You know, I'm going to go... I'm just going to go another one. I'm going to go another. Yeah, I would love to see that. I'm going to actually go another one. They'll ask no win. I think they'll scrape it somehow. But I thought you were going to make a petition for this game. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not enthused about it. You can tell. But one nil win for Arsenal. Matty Gay. Oh, man, this one is tough just because both teams suck. I don't know which way it's going to go. Um, we are just shit on this game. Watch this be the game of the week. I know. <laughs> Oh man, that's unfortunate. I do want to say that uh Go Burnley then, Matt. No, yeah, yeah, hey, get bold. Then, fucking go bullshit. Burnley. You want to go Burnley, bro. Y'all just want me to go down. Don't be Come scared, on, boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna say one 0 Arsenal as well. Arsenal. Arsenal. I'm gonna go um, just so I don't have the same prediction as Matt, I'm gonna go Arsenal two to one. Thanks. All right, that's fair. 
Who's is it Arsenal at home? No, at Turfmore. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that. Oh, think about that. Poor. I'll do. I'm going Burnley, boys. Let's go! Hey, well done, Nikki. <laughs> I'm going Burnley. Two one. Ooh, I, I can I see it. Go ahead. It could definitely happen at home. At home on the fucking shit pitch, that Sunday League pitch they got over there. Yeah, hey, it it ain't no uh, King Power Stadium. Ain't no uh, Tottenham, Tottenham YMCA Park. No. (laughs) (laughs) Heading to that's the youth academy that the Twins played at. Oh, sorry, my bad. Hey, good job, Twins. You guys made it pro. (laughs) Um, Heading to Anfield, Uh, we have Crystal Palace coming off a great win against formerly number one Tottenham against Liverpool. Uh, man, I thought Crystal Palace is going to be so dog shit, and they've proven it wrong every almost every week. Uh, God, Liverpool looked fucking good last week, but Liverpool of Champions League soccer. Uh, we're used to that though. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Regular Champions League is. I'll go three-one Liverpool. You're gonna think you think we're gonna concede? Yeah. <laughs> Against the Crystals of Palace? I mean, they're known uh, for their vodka. We all know that. Yeah, well, we'll see if they start uh, Eduard, right? Eduard, if he starts, yeah. they're getting at least one. He's got, yeah, he's got <laughs> staff up. He's going to score in I want to call him seconds. Edward so bad. I know. <laughs> Eduard? Eduard. <laughs> he's going to score in 25 seconds, calling it now. Uh, he, uh, yeah, that could be, that, again, that could be. Oh, Crystal Palace. could then. be a close game. It's either going to be a close game. Oh, it's going to be a, a blowout for Liverpool. Um, ooh, oh, I, do, I do want to go Crystal Palace. Oh! Uh, 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 he's trying uh, to lose points. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Crystal Palace. I know Matt's not going bold, so we'll just say 3 nothing Liverpool for Matt. Matt, he said 1-0 Liverpool. You're close, Cody. I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool. <laughs> Edward's gonna get one. Liverpool's gonna get two. Two one All Liverpool. Right. Okay. Sorry, Sam. Wish I could have joined you on that one. Damn, you guys, but you guys I, leave me out. Sam, I need man. to make a comeback, man. So I gotta be really <laughs> smart now. I'm gonna do four 0 Liverpool. Whoa! Money gets uh, to kick up his butt. Training this week, <laughs> and we will be critical. No bias I don't here believe that. Timo Werner finishing school, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, next game on Saturday, Manchester City plays Southampton at the Etihad. Uh, man, Southampton played well. I think they'll hold Man City to a low amount of goals. I'll say 2 0 Man City. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't know if Southampton can hold another 0 0 draw or get a draw with these guys. So. Um, yeah, I don't think it'll be super high scoring. I kind of like the 2 0 scoreline. I'll go with 2 0, too. I'm going 3 0, Man City. I'm going 3 0, Man City, too. I think they'll put it down this week. Yeah, I'm going to say 3 0, City. Southampton not even getting a goddamn goal. No way. <sighs> Sorry, Saints. Okay, next game, uh, which I think is actually going to be a really good game. Battle of two, two dog shit teams, one more dog shit. Uh, we're heading to Carroll Road, Norwich. Watford versus Norwich. Watford. Uh, Watford. Watford. <laughs> Again, Norwich. That's almost worse than the Burnley Arsenal. 
No, no this game, no. this game could be good football. This could be yeah. good. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say three two Norwich. I'm gonna go upset here. Wow, three two. A for a team that I don't think is have they scored yet? I think they've scored. Yeah, have they? Have they? Oh yeah, they did. They did. Oh, they scored against Leicester. Yeah, you can. Who can? Finland's finest, baby. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like you said, lads. I think it'd be. I think it'd be close. I think it'd be one of those games too, where either of these sides will like look back at later on in the season. Um, so I think they'll both go out wanting to win. Um, hmm. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a Norwich, yeah. I think I'm gonna go 2 1 Norwich. I'm going opposite, I'm going 2 1 Watford. I think we've all kind of realize that Watford does have a bit of a sting to them. Norwich has, I think we, we, and again, I think we all think that Norwich has been a bit, uh, I don't know, unfortunate because I, I do believe that they are better than they have been performing, but I do think that Watford is going to edge them out on this one. I do want to bring something up. You did say a sting and I think Watford, are they the Hornets? Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck say, is their logo a moose? Yeah. A moose. Yeah. Who knows? They're drunk. Fucking that's messed up. that's some that's a anomaly. Anyways, Omar, what are your thoughts? I think yeah, I think if Nor- Norwich is gonna win a game, this this is a good one to win. You know, if they don't win this one, then I think <laughs> said, and you can say the same. What are you thing saying? Season over? Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. If season's over, if they don't win. <laughs> They're gonna well join be. the championship. Yeah, no, season. but I think for Watford too. I think for both of these teams, they both are gonna come with like Sam said, winnable game. Um, I think that's going to result in a 1-1 tie. Okay. I'm going to go 1-0 Norwich. Wow. Uh, I really uh, thought – I mean, I will say Watford definitely looked the better team, but this is at Norwich. So, um, the pod put a lot It's of- at Norwich. I like the way they played against Leicester. They played against Liverpool decently. They play – they can play good football. We got a really good game at the 10-30 spot. Um at Villa Park, Aston Villa versus Everton for our next game. Mm. Um, mm, good game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go two two draw. Mm. Yeah, good game. Um, Everton are obviously on a bit of a momentum right now, but Villa can definitely cause an upset. They seem to be going game by game. I don't think they bring, uh, you know, what they what was done in previous games to their form uh, to their current game coming up. So. But I think Everton are going to edge this one out. Ooh, to be close, so I kind of want Villa to win. Um, I'm going to say I'll go just one 0 Everton on this one. Uh, this is a tough one. Uh, both have been playing well. I think um, I might have to go ahead and call. I want to say two two. That's I'm going to say two two. I thought you were going to make a bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. That's fucking. <laughs> Oof. The reason. I'm going to go Everton uh, 2 to 1. I'll do 2 1 Villa. All right. I like it. I mean, Villa. Villa. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Sunday's matchups, but we have a great Sunday ahead of us. Um, man, I just saw the weekend after too though it's a great weekend but we started off brighton and hove albion 
Oh, uh, thank right you. Are playing Leicester oh. at the beginning game. Um, Ooh. Fucking good game. I am going to go. Fuck, I want to call this a draw, too. I'm going to call it 1 1 draw. Oof. Yeah, I think I, yeah, Brian's just on a, on a bit of a roll, but um, Leicester a little bit inconsistent at the minute. They've also been playing well as well. Ooh. This you one's know, hard. I'm going to edge. Yeah, it is tough. Good game. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm actually going to, I'm going to say 3 2, Brian. Oh, okay. Ooh. I thought I was going, I thought I was going to go uh, a bit bold on this one. I'm going, oh, you said Brighton. Three two. Yeah. Oh, I was not ready for that one. I'm gonna go ahead and say three one Leicester. Three one Leicester. Wow. Latches. Y'all, y'all must not be watching Brighton. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, but also, Leicester. Leicester has been sleeping. I think we they all have. Expected more they have been, yeah. Yeah, they have. Been. At any moment, they can just wake up and Barty can just go crazy. They can have a great game. I hope this is not the one, though, because I do like how Brighton plays. <laughs> um, Unofficial fan of the fucking pod. Brighton uh, and Hove Albion, baby. Look at what we're stressing right now. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I got a feeling that fucking Lester might give it to him. But that's what my – I'm going to go – you know what? I'm going to go Brighton 2-1. to one. Almost. Almost. <laughs> I'm going to go Brighton 2-0. God, oh, everybody giving God, Brighton. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, at the beginning of this pod, we were just saying every Brighton game, we're like, yeah, fucking tie. Now we're like on the bandwagon. For- <laughs> Let's go. Hey, I, I can't say that I lived two weeks in Brighton. So that, there you go. I can say that too. I grew up near Brighton, uh, in Michigan. True. Um, <laughs> and played against them in soccer and Brighton, Boston. Michigan, baby. Uh, go Bulldogs. Uh, okay. Next game. West Ham versus Manchester United in London. Um, man, West Ham okay. got held to zero. Man, I think I think boys and buzz. I'm gonna go three nil Manchester United. Ooh, three nil. Okay, someone's a bit boring. West Ham though. Yeah, definitely. You're not playing. They're definitely gonna be. They're gonna be pissed that they drew nil nil. I mean, this is this is Lingard's alma mater, pretty much. Is Lingard going to get How much? Like, uh, do you reckon he'll play much? He, if he doesn't start, I think he should be our first sub every time. I, I told that to Matt last. Uh, really, Lingard? Yeah. And you guys have so many options. This, this is what I was going to ask you guys. What are you going to do when Rashford is back? Oh, uh, I, I feel like it's up. I feel like it's up to the other lands, isn't it? Like it's up to like the likes of Sancho, Greenwood, uh, the guys that are in there right now. I mean, you know, they're going to really they're going to solidify the spot. They got to do it now. I mean. I think Rashford is you know, definitely always going to kind of have that place, but he's, they're going to place questions in Solskjaer's head um, as to what's going to be on that side of the lineup. But I think it does help, obviously, being a busy season, Champions League, you know, other tournaments going on. I mean, there's going to be a good rotation with the squad, and I think that just will, will, will what will get us deep into these competitions. So, Come December, you'll only be focusing on the Premier League, so that shouldn't be much. That won't be much of an issue all year long. Now nah, we'll play Villarreal and lose. <laughs> now nah, we'll play Firth in the Conference League or something. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> no, but for this game, West Ham United, obviously, Man U on a bit of a high right now. That I think that'll continue into this weekend. West Ham probably a disappointing draw for for them, but they're always going to be a threat. So. Um, 
I do have to go with Man United on this one. I, you know, I just think we're going to concede. I don't think we're that solid yet at the back to where we're going to have a, uh, you know, unless basically West Ham. Got Varane, Varane, Varane got beat a couple of times. Yeah, he did. I don't know. I don't know if he's, but he's still this guy. I think he's still a smart intelligent, but yeah, I, don't, I think he's getting kind of surprised by some of these attacks. Yeah. He has to be a little too elegant sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, he got one on one a couple of times. They got past him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was against like Sim Maximan, though. He's like one of the fastest guys. Yeah, in that the league, dude. So, Flies. yeah, um, but to say Maximan can't best can't get past Van Dyke. No one can. Ooh, fucking <laughs> overrated that guy. Oh, um, <laughs> right. You guys had you guys had eleven versus ten on Chelsea. It still couldn't score. <laughs> hey, that's right. Got that's I'm going to go yeah, with we another... Got points, we got points against Chelsea. That is embarrassing. That's all you can say. I'm going to go 3-1, boys. 3-1, Man United. Uh, I'm going 2-1, Manchester United. Uh, man, I hate that you said that because that's what I was going to say. Man United 2-1. I think Antonio will get one. Yep. yep. United will love get Antonio. Yep. Yeah, I, I yeah. love Antonio, too. I'm going to go 2-1. Oh, yeah, what? he's going to get a header. Antonio Valencia? Legend. <laughs> you say 2 1 West Ham, Mickey? I said 2 1 West Ham, yeah. The wow. Hammers. I go with Ham. <laughs> this is good Wait. for me and you, Omar. We're not going to be in last place this week. <laughs> Mickey, can you just say that again. I want to make sure your microphone's all right. Wait, is this, is this, you don't realize how good West Ham are. Is this yeah. at home? Who, whose home is this? West uh, Ham. Or West, Ham, West Ham. London. Okay. Yeah, we, got, we got an unbeaten away record here. Yeah. For like years, you, you almost yeah, you almost blew that to Southampton. By the way, hey, we hey, we didn't though. All right, hey, Nick, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Final. Saying, West Ham is going to be one of the better teams that you would have faced so far. So we'll just see how you do. But I'm going West Ham. All right, all right. He's spoken. Hopefully, we don't have to eat our words. Final game of the weekend: Tottenham Hotspurs versus Chelsea Football Club. Good game. Um, Ooh. Man, good game. We're mm. coming off a of Champions League too. I'm gonna go depth on this one. And I'm gonna say Chelsea. Man, Spurs lost your center back too. Chelsea, man, I, fuck, two nothing. Chelsea. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You hate to say it, but fuck. <laughs> I mean, Tottenham. Tottenham have gotta get their act together. They gotta sort out, but. Yeah, they have been lucky their first three games, their first three wins. They haven't really started gelled and performed yet. Um, and I think that really highlighted, and obviously this weekend game against Palace, really took advantage of them. Uh, but yeah, obviously Chelsea just on form right now. Uh, yeah, gonna, I'm going to have to, if I want to stay in this game here, I'm going to have to go with a Chelsea win. Uh, but I'm going to say, I'm just going to say 2-1, 2-1 Chelsea. 2-1, you think we'll concede? Okay. Sun, hey, I mean, sun. Kane has got to score one. Kane or Son? And he will. Matt, you might, you're offended by that? <laughs> I am. You know, initially my first reaction was going to be offended. <laughs> but I do have to give it to Son. I love the guy. Um, God, 2-1 does sound good. But I want to see. Who is home? Do we know who home is? Yeah, it's uh, Tottenham's home. Tottenham's home. Okay. Uh. They might play. They might step up their game again, like they yeah. did in France. 
Dude, it's Tottenham always puts a great game against uh, uh, against Chelsea. But all I got to say is we got Alonso has a vendetta against uh, Tottenham. So uh, I don't know. This is a tough one. I kind of I want to say two 0 Chelsea, but I just don't know. I don't know if that Tottenham home. So I'm gonna have to say two one Chelsea. Unfortunate to my boys. I all got kids. Tottenham does not care if Alonso has a vendetta or no vendetta, V for vendetta. Don't matter. Tottenham <laughs> <laughs> 1 0. No, no. Oh, zero. Oh, oh, let's go. He's got, he's got Spurs winning the that. league. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> this is where Chelsea will fall. Uh, All right, Omar, already Omar, beat Man City. Omar, so, but hopefully, Sun plays, though. Hopefully, Who scores? Sun plays. Who scores? Ooh, Harry Kane, 1 0. <laughs> All right. Hopefully, some plays though, because it, it will be some assist. But I don't know if we, he had the injury in the international break, and obviously he didn't play last weekend um, against Crystal. But let's hope he's. Do we know if he's going to play? I feel like that's a that'll be a factor in this decision. That'll be a factor for sure. But I'm just going off the factor that he plays. Um, You're assuming he plays. Yeah, but you know what? I'll let you guys know here while you guys predict. Um. I'm last. I'll go. I'll go one-one. That's actually a good. I should have done that. Nah, I'm just I, just, I like that though. Yeah, Chelsea <laughs> good. They can. They could easily win. Um, but Tottenham really stepped it up against Man City. Yeah. But they really did against Crystal Palace. What do you so we, They about? had the injuries though. Injuries, red card. But they're yeah. at home. Like if you watch the game, it was unfortunate. It wasn't. They didn't get dominated and lost 3 0. Like, if they would have got it absolutely dominated without okay. getting red cards, Chelsea, Chelsea went man down against Liverpool and held. Yeah, so. but we were already down. Like, not we, but I'm saying Tottenham was already down. So they couldn't, they didn't have the fortune to just sit back. I love the fact that you said that. <laughs> there you go. Like I don't play Tano. I just want to say here publicly, I do not. I used to hate Tano. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, you just identified as a Tano fan. <laughs> I love Tano fan. Are you a Barca fan? An Arsenal? A fucking Wolves? Santos Laguna? Brighton? Atlanta, Brighton? Atlanta? Brighton? Newcastle, whenever the Mexican player starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a Tano fan at all. I didn't mean to say we. I'll say that once again. Um, I just publicly come out with a statement. I don't know why I predicted that. Yeah, you got to write an apology statement. Apology yeah. statement. <laughs> I apologize. You're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I dude. claim it. I don't like. I don't like him that much. I don't get that much. Yeah, yeah, that good. Well, this uh, <laughs> this will wrap up uh, this week's episode. Uh, we got Champions League games this week. Uh, we we thought about going over them, but by the time the podcast is gonna get released, they'll be over. So. Uh, we'll recap those games again that uh, that happened this week, next week. And uh, again, we appreciate everybody um, that gets us to listen. So thank you, Bus Side 5. Everybody, appreciate you all. See you later, Peace. Yeah. Love Peace. y'all.